They say great minds think alike or fools seldom differ, right? An eternal debate and depending on which side you're on, the victor or the victim, you pick a side to nest in. The question is, what kind of senior management does the company benefit from the most? Does one risk a new team or go with tried and tested folks? Welcome to Bus Talk, friends. In today's episode, I have a fascinating discussion around the groups that get formed in organization, especially if there are two alpha leaders. And usually the hiring also follows suit, where if somebody displays a particular characteristic behavior, they tend to hire similar folks. And just the opposite, the one who does not identify with that particular character trait goes on to hire people similar to them. As a result, there are two heavyweights at either end of the boxing ring with a huge fan following and leadership legacy that follows and which forms the bedrock of all politics, firefighting, crisis and consumes copious amounts of bandwidth of management bandwidth. So let's dive in to this episode of Bus Talk and find out What's the best way to manage the management? Hello and welcome to Bus Talk, a podcast about your work-life balance or the lack thereof, where we do simple talk in the world of complex commentary, the life around work and sundry. It's for those who need support in strife, stuck in the traffic of work life, hoping to find a method to the madness, joy in sadness, clarity in confusion and sanity in this commotion. Welcome to Bus Talk. powerful leaders, alpha leaders I'd like to call it clearly and that's why they've made it to top isn't it? It's a pyramid and as you go towards the top the the journey becomes that much more tougher, difficult and you have to really fight for it. That's the way it is designed. You wouldn't come across anyone or any leader who will come back and say well it was a walk in the park and I just happened to get the leadership. There are cases of nepotism where people inherit it without deserving merit, but let's not get into that conversation right now. Right now, here is a situation in a typical organization where there are two leaders reporting into one boss, right? One super, super boss or supreme boss. And they have been around for a while and each has a very distinct style of operation or working. Clearly, the result of these strong-minded individuals is that they hire people very similar to them or their work philosophy, right? If someone believes a recipe for success is by hiring a particular type of uh, resource, then they want to replicate that model again and again and again. There could be the other guy who completely disagrees with this mindset and has a different view of hiring and at the highest level people might think well conflict 
brings in a rich diversity it brings in information it brings in even efficiency right if there is friction there is heat generated and it can power an engine but it can also disrupt an engine so what are the two or three things one has to worry about think about or work around such alpha leaders so here you are in your mid career situation where you are reporting into this particular alpha boss could be male or female this particular alpha boss is in direct competition to their peer who also leads a similar business and they are at the same level now it is very clear to you that you have to ensure that the job given to you the task at hand that you have you have to be very good at it you have to be successful at it you have to make make sure that your boss is successful that is an understanding but your job does not end there the complexity of the modern matrix to organization is such that you have to ensure that your stakeholders are happy as well as a result they too have a say on how you grow so if you go very against that boss that is a risk to your career if you completely suck up to the other rival boss then your immediate direct supervisor might get upset about it so how do you even balance this and what happens if your stakeholder wants a different perspective of the work or different aspect of the work they want you to focus on say marketing whereas your immediate supervisor says well why don't you focus on customer success now the you you could find yourself in a quandary uh, i mean it is easy to say fall back on the job description that you were hired to do but as we all know that stakeholders are as important as your immediate boss what if your boss leaves <laughs> you are suddenly exposed or land up working for this stakeholder if that stakeholder now assumes the interim position of your immediate supervisor then there is a massive conflict in so far you were at loggerheads with this person i mean not openly not, nothing happens very openly or seldom happens openly but it's very clear that you have a liking for some people and not so much with the other person and that person suddenly becomes your boss what do you do then you can't reset the equation they are not going to trust you anyways they know that you are of from the rival camp and the lurking fear underneath is that come the next mistake that you do um you risk yourself losing the job because you're thinking you know the one mistake you make this person is going to put a wedge inside and open up the whole problem and expose uh, the problem that you created and therefore find reason vocabulary testimony data to show how incompetent you were and on closed doors also express how incompetent your boss was therefore both of you should be out of the system to cleanse the system aka transformation we need to bring about transformation and that's how many many uh, people move off the grid as it were or are pushed off the grid when one leadership moves on along with them their fan following their people also get moved on all in the name of cleaning up the system as if 
while they were working they had made the system toxic what they forget is there were the same set of people who were found to be exceedingly competent when they were hired they displayed the same characteristics as the hiring manager and so they were deemed to be the best fit on the available talent circuit or the talent pool that the company had at the time and so suddenly over a period of time they have become intolerable they've become toxic they've become unproductive for some reason or the other the clearly the system is not to be blamed the people are to be blamed that seems to be the reason and you have this other person who comes along as a messiah and says look now i'm here to do the transformation for you i am the change agent i am the man or i am the woman to make this change and therefore we flush out the entire and you know system as it were and reset the system and that's the claim to fame this has happened across multiple organizations so back to your situation so you are this mid level manager you are in tricky situation where you have multiple stakeholders and your immediate boss is a very demanding person if your immediate boss is not a demanding person then clearly you are in further trouble uh, because if you have a weak boss uh, chances are that you will get sucked in to that predicament as well so you have to be very careful so the smartest people manage not just their boss boss's strengths and weaknesses well but also ensure they feed off the energy of the stakeholders as well the trouble is when there are contradicting focus points or focal points all in the name of progressing the business mind you nobody wants the business to fail that's not the goal but people approach a problem statement from multiple angles and each believing that if it is not my way then it's the highway or it's if it's not my way it is a sure shot way a recipe for disaster and so they go out of their way to prove that you have to follow what i'm saying why does it not make sense to you and therefore the people who subscribe to it become like see you get it and those who don't subscribe to the view ah this person is not competent enough she or he is not getting it you know it's just not working out with this and therefore because you don't agree you stand out as a rebel you stand out as a person causing all the heartache and pain grief you are the grief factor and so what do you do if you are if you find yourself in such a tricky situation look if shit has decided to hit the fan it will hit the fan and that's the unfortunate reality but wait don't lose hope don't walk into sunset thinking this is the end of life no that's not the case but i just want you to acknowledge the reality behind all the hopeful mumbo jumbo that follows and some of it will be here as well but acknowledge the reality that sometimes life will be unfair to you and the point is get used to it and get on with it that's a simple straight suggestion recommendation request that get on with it if you are a good player you will not become a bad player overnight believe yourself back yourself right if you have done a good job or over a period of time number of organizations number of roles they've hired you for the competency that they see in you you will find another role there's no two ways about it so back yourself but 
these kind of unfortunate situations will arise from time to time some navigate out of it successfully some don't so don't fret uh, if you are one of those who's unable to navigate because it's a 30 year career remember remind yourself it's a 30 year career You've probably done 10 or 15 there is 15 more to go that many more people to meet that many more roles to evolve some of them might not have even been created for now so ensure that you don't let your belief system get shattered if you happen to exit the organization owing to a similar situation just that i mentioned just now now let's see what's the best way you can navigate around it number 1 resilience sometimes if you have to take a step forward before you do that you might want to take a step back it's okay to lie low for some time agree without debate agree unconditionally for a limited period of time to say look if this is what you think works best let me see if i can walk that path it's a tough path it might go against your belief system it might even have a counter logic it's it's a path which has a risk element to it for sure but my suggestion is sometimes you know when you pull the arrow you have to pull it back before letting it go forward right so that's the philosophy use it wisely use it judiciously not blindly of course if somebody's trying to set you up in a trap or set you up for failure that's not what i call by taking a step back step back meaning if you have a very strong conviction over a project over an idea over a business direction and you have to abandon it albeit temporarily go ahead and do it swallow the pride take your prejudice give keep it in the back burner for now wait for your time remind yourself it's a 30 year career it's a marathon it is not a sprint that you've got to win every 100 meters sometimes the relay race is what the best situation is number 2 look for friends the best bet in surviving corporate politics is to have well wishers around where there is a good give and take there is no charity you have to have spent enough time invested enough time in making someone else successful such that when time comes and there's no guarantee for that when time comes they will back you if you have a sufficient number and if i were to put a mathematical equation if you have 1.5x the number of well wishers than your immediate supervisor assuming he or she is a well wisher of yours then you are on safe zone right so you have to have roughly one and a half times more number of people as your well wishers around you or two times if if that's what works uh, if that's what floats your boat then that's how it should be structured so have friends who can back you up and friends could be the rival stakeholder right so, so one of the things is don't run into people from get go sometimes you invest time in courtesy calls sometimes you go out with diverse set of people for lunch sometimes you just say hey do you, did you know what i am doing i just want to you know i'm new into the organization let me show you what i do and uh, help me understand the organizational culture these are some of the precious things that you could do in in the first 3 months 4 months in the organization where you have the license to say what well, i don't know i'm just learning and that sows the seed of relationships of reason to keep talking to other people 
Now, if you haven't done that, and suddenly when shit has hit the fan, you go and talk to the stakeholder who you've never spoken with at some point, then suddenly you say, look, I need help. Clearly, they are not going to be of help, right? They, they will say, where were you all this while? I mean, the nicest, politest thing that people say, yeah, yeah, let's see what I can do best. So that doesn't work. So start early. That's the big tip here. Start early, reach out to more people. Don't get into this comfort zone of hanging around in the cafeteria with the same set of people going out with the same, all in the name of team bonding, right? So it's not that you abandon your team and, you know, start mixing around with somebody else's team. That's not the goal. Have the balance where you spend sufficient time with your teammates to develop a camaraderie, a bonding, a healthy respect, but also reach out to other people across the aisle, across the border, across different departments. You never know who becomes a leader later and where this IT space is a small space, right? So ensure you are invested in somebody else's success and be visible about that. Choose a mentor. That's the other thing you can try and do. Choose a mentor where a very senior executive, preferably not in your department, preferably in some other department who will help you, guide you, give you a completely different perspective. It will give you an upper limit, lower limit. You know, you'll know okay, this is, these are the extremes of the organization. So these are the boundaries where people operate and I have to find my space somewhere in between that. So again, uh, have a mentor consistently over a period of time, just because you've spent two years in the organization or three years in the organization and you've kind of figured it out, does not mean you do not have a need for a mentor. You always should have one at various levels for various things. For It could be for a project, it could be for a separate initiative, or it could be general career overall development. So have that. The third thing you can do is always ensure that you have enough credibility in the market. Remember, we exist because of our customers. If you have enough credibility where the customer is clamoring for you, you are somewhat insulated, you're insured. It's those people who do not have the command over the customer, they get exposed as, well, maybe this is, he's, or she's not making that kind of an impact. Those who are fortunate enough to have a direct exposure to the customer, make the most of it, spend the maximum time with the customer because their testimonial, their revenue, their business, their business impact has a huge impact on your career, on your business. Now, there are many roles which do not have a customer facing capability. You know, you are in a role where you have to work in the back offices. You do not have an external access. What do you do then? In such situations, try and be around those people who are interacting with the customer directly and see if you could be of help to them and support them in some shape, size or form. Remember, you're developing credibility. That's the goal. If you cannot develop it directly with the customer, you could help someone do that in their roles. And because all departments are somewhat somewhere connected, right? It's about making somewhere more, more efficient. Maybe you are in finance and if you take care of, say, the payroll and you ensure that there are no challenges, you tie it back to how you freed up the CRM time that a rep spends figuring out the payroll calculations and share that information, communicate that information within your organization 
time to time share it with your boss see if you could get to be a part of the newsletter be aware of the developments that are happening stay clued in to other departments so it all adds up to being active in the organization you have to be visible as much as you can without being blatant about it without being oh my god he's what is he or she doing here what's the point you know you don't want to get into that zone and and as you see right it's all about finding the right balance yes you will err on the side of caution but in case you make a mistake make sure you learn from it very quickly and rectify those steps so that's why you see right corporate world is a tough place to be where you have to be at your a game at all times you have to be very sharp very smart very clued in to all the situations at all times so friends if corporate life throws you a lemon be sure to add some lime and make a tequila out of it take the weekend off refresh yourself and get back at it on monday don't hold back don't fret over it don't sit back and over analyze what you could have done what happened was it your fault was it not your fault somewhere one of the key characteristic that you develop in in face of adversity in face of failure is the ability to rise above it you develop resilience you develop strength you develop the will to move forward you know the cliche goes when the times are tough the tough get going right this is the time to show it this is the time to walk the talk and believe you me when you will stand on that podium years later where an audience of 5000 is watching gulping lapping up every single word that utters from your mouth and you will be recollecting these days these moments these times as your learning curve as your journey which made sure that you succeed later this in some sense becomes your favorite failure from which you got greater success as much as it seems impossible to you at this point in time believe you me that later in life you will cherish this these moments and say wow had those moments not happened i wouldn't be a richer person today metaphorically literally as well so friends on that note stay well stay safe and get your a game to work this is your host ab and you were listening to bus talk